Welcome, everybody, to the Robert John and the Wreck podcast. We are a five-piece rock and roll band from Southern California that travels the world eating local foods, drinking local drinks, and melting faces. I'm Steve. I'm Warren. I'm Andrew. And, this and is- I'm Henry. <laughs> there he is. There he is. Hey, Henry, how's it going? No one in the chat say anything. Wow! Yeah! You all heard him. Yeah. He's there. <laughs> He'd be so mad at me. He's never going to listen to this, but. <laughs> and this is I said that every time I say it, no one's ever going to listen to this. They like talk to me the next day. They're like, hey, remember when you said that thing about me? That's awesome. Like That's Rachel, awesome. when I said something about Rachel and Robert getting married, she's like, uh, Robert sent me a text that said, we're listening to it right now. <laughs> yeah, I think Robert definitely listens back to the ones that he doesn't. He's not a part of because he's definitely commented on stuff. So, hey, Robert, if you're listening, Robert's he needs something to do when Rachel's sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> Robert is at a wedding this weekend, not his wedding. And then I think they're doing some honeymoon stuff this week. It's kind of interesting. I don't know if they want us talking about this, but I already started into this. So, <laughs> here we go. They were supposed to go to Hawaii for their honeymoon, but apparently, right now in Hawaii, you can't rent a car. And you can't really do much of anything there. So it'd be just like, you know, hanging out at the hotel. And I think restaurants are still closed and things like that. So it's like a very not Hawaiian, Hawaii experience. <laughs> yeah, no happy vibes. I Well, I had the same thing when uh, it was my fiance's 30th birthday in June. And we wanted to go somewhere. And the hotels were willing to rent you a room at that point. And that point, it was like kind of, it was still pretty close to the start of COVID, but they'd be like, okay, you can, you can have a room full price, but none of the pools are open and none of the bars are open and we don't do any of the food either. And you're like, okay. Oh, and and then they go, and the spot's not open either. And you're like, okay, so I'm going to go pay full price for a hotel room and I'm not going to be able to use any of the (laughs) the amenities. And it it was, uh, it's kind of weird. So we ended up, uh, yeah, we just winged it, and uh, we're going to do something epic next year when things are open and amenities are able to be partaken in. Amenitized? Amenitized. It's like, well, maybe we could just go to Disneyland. No. <laughs> maybe we could just go out to eat. No, no. we can't really. <laughs> maybe we could go to the beach, kind of. No. <laughs> uh. Good time to like go camping or something, I suppose. Like go somewhere where you can just get out into nature. Like I, I feel like I saw a lot of people go up to uh, Zion National Park in Utah and stuff. And I saw like a lot of uh, Yosemite. And you see like those places where you're like, okay, you probably don't see a person if you're on one of those real big hikes for a day or two, depending how deep you are. No, like <laughs> campgrounds though, because I think all the campgrounds are shut down yeah i've heard that it's just busy because everyone is camping right now Mm -hmm. julie's camping right now julie are you camping in like like tents or campground or just will be glamping the glamping is always uh that's a good one she's like i'm watching you guys on my big screen tv oh Oh, nice capitan state beach that'd be fun nice steeping form (laughs) how did you know i'm doing that how do you know? Hey, everybody, it's Henry. How do you know what I'm doing over here? There could just be someone off screen right now. I c- it could be anything. <laughs> I could be doing anything with my arm right you now. You could be petting a cat. I could be petting a cat. Henry's just like know? moving his arm off screen right now. How did you, for how did you know? I uh, can't see you him. Know I'm, I'm steeping tea. That's crazy. 
Yeah, it's okay, been right. just cold enough in California, which cold is not very cold. It's been between like, I don't know, 50 <laughs> yeah. and like 70 and with some days that it's 80. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What is it, the weather like in Costa Mesa right now? Let's see, because it was pretty cold. It's currently clear and 52 degrees. That's cold, dude. It gets down yeah, to it, it gets down to 48. That's the coldest it gets. It's 7 a.m. this morning between 4 a.m. and 7 a.m. It will be 48 degrees. And my room is like an ice box. It like or or the opposite if it's hot. It's one or the other. It's either if it's hot, it's really hot. If it's cold, it's really cold. Can't wake up its mind. It can't be in the middle. So that's California cold for you. Well, yeah. I mean, with that being said, how's everybody's week? What Mine have you guys done since epic. last week? Oh man. This week was great. I uh, I missed the podcast last Monday because we were filming uh, the Toto broadcast, uh, which was so <laughs> fucking rad, man. Oh, it was fun, and it was it was cool. We we were up at uh, was it the seventeen twenty club up in L.A. and so they brought in a big stage and like full lighting rig and everything. And that was the first time I'd been under actual lights, like stage lighting in a very long time other than the uh the dje stuff that we were doing and it just felt oh man just it was incredible <laughs> the show went great. Right we, had, we had a lot of fun and uh it was it was a little weird because uh you know you're you're playing to pretty much a, an empty room for the for the stream stuff but the energy was there everybody sounded great and and uh we we did it man like I, ah it was it was great so that's that's coming out on November twenty first on Dice FM, um, which is a streaming site on the internet. And uh, if you want, I'll put it in the description below so you can check that out. And since Monday, I've just been kind of getting back into the swing of things and loading up stuff for my Patreon and kind of I've been focusing mainly on on the Toto gig the last couple about a month. So now it's it's doing. I'm just going through and trying to get back into the into the swing of things with with all the rec stuff and all my personal music stuff and and life and I put my room back together today for the first time and uh, yeah, it's it's good. It's been a great week. What about you, War? It was a pretty uh, normal week. Uh, you know, just getting a lot of stuff ready for the upcoming holiday months for the rec stuff and then. I was uh, went to help my dad clean out his garage, you know, trying to lend a hand, and uh, hung out with some friends. You know, I saw Steve over the weekend. Uh, yeah, it was, you know, it was pretty. Uh, it was a pretty normal weekend. Saw some friends. Got a new water heater today. Super exciting! Nice. It's a big deal in apartments. <laughs> it actually is a really big deal, and it's funny because. We used to think our dishwasher was bad, and and to some extent it was, but I think part of it has to do with how hot your water can get. And now our our water is like smoking to the point like when you dig, take the dishes out, it like you have to let them sit for a second, which we never used to have to do. Which makes me and we got a new dishwasher since then, so we got a new water heater and a new dishwasher. We are heating shit up over here in the shower, in the sinks, in the dishwasher it's great <laughs> nice how about you henry um pretty uneventful um i kind of just laid low this week um been been kind of writing sort of 
stuff again, which is cool. Um, I've had intermittent sort of writer's block. Um, I don't, I haven't figured out how Steve does it yet where he's just writing all the time and I'm trying to figure out how to do that. Um, just trying to do that, trying to get back in touch with, uh, kind of a routine, I guess, cause that tends to help out with just overall civility. But, uh, other than that, um, not, not much to, uh, to note this week, you know, just, just trying to play guitar every day and take care of myself basically, uh, in this craziness, you know, how about you, Andrew? I didn't do much this weekend. I did some practicing. I did some hanging out. I watched the Queen's Gambit. Did you guys How watch that, that yet? It's really good. I keep it's about an that. orphan that learns how to play chess. It's very unbelievable in the sense that like, there's all these Russian male grandmasters. It's been the same way, and it's about a uh, girl orphan becoming world champion. I'm not saying any, anything against women. It's just that crazy Russian people are the people who become grandmasters, so... In the believability sense, it's not super believable, but in the great storytelling, it's awesome. So it's not based off a true story? I don't think so. If it is, uh, it'd be crazy. It's based off a book. Uh, Yeah, I've heard good things, though. It it keeps coming up. Conversation. Queen's Uh, Gambit. This is a movie or a a show? A show. It's on Netflix. Okay, cool. I was... uh, I was working on this beverage over here and very concentrated on this, this steeping form. So I missed little bits of it. Um, I mean, yeah, it's the synopsis is drug addicted orphan becomes a uh, chess champion. Like you give it the <laughs> elevator pitch. Okay. That should be enough to watch, right? Okay, that sounds interesting. And it, it's English, obviously. Call me intrigued. The Queen's Gambit? Uh, no, no, no. It's uh, set in America. Oh, huh. Yeah, it's really good. I figured it was an English thing. Or is it queen like chess queen? Yeah, it's queen like chess queen. Uh, I don't know why I went to the UK or like, not even the UK, just anywhere that has a queen. Monarchies. 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 (laughs) Monarchies, huh? Well, see you later. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) The thing that I did do is I busted out all the cocktail stuff again. I started making old fashions this weekend. This is a good segue into what are we drinking, but I'm going to go first. Nice. So I've been making myself old fashions. I have, like, a bunch of different kinds of bitters. I have... It, it just switched in the past two weeks from tequila season to whiskey season. So now mm. I'm back into drinking whiskey. What is your criteria to define that switch? It just has to get colder. So when it get, gets colder, it's it's whiskey season. You feel it in the air. Yeah, you, just, you feel it in the air, and it and it's, that informs your brain that you need to change which kind of hard alcohol you're going to be drinking. Yeah, that Phil Collins song. Oh, you can feel it coming in the air tonight. Yeah, that Got was it. about when to switch from tequila to whiskey. <laughs> oh, okay. See, I always thought it was about when uh, you feel some sort of unnamed ethereal force coming. Yeah, in the people air. usually get that wrong. Oh, okay. Interesting. It is about alcohol. Confirms <laughs> my theory. No, it's been good. I miss like making cocktails. I have a pretty full bar. I need to get some stuff to fill it out. Sean's asking about Manhattans. Manhattans are good too. I don't have. Um, I need absinthe. If any uh, fans want to send me a bottle of absinthe, because it's kind of hard to get in California, hit me up afterwards. 
I will make you a bunch of cocktails and then send them through the mail back to you. I think you can do that. I'll send it in like a blood type pouch. There you go. It'll look like a Capri Sun. Then you can take it to the bar when you're outside with your hand warmers. No, but it's been fun to take it out again and make drinks. They're like a bunch of steps. And I'm like, God damn, that was good. But I think I ran out of a bunch of stuff. Now I need to get drink cherries and all the other stuff again. So if you guys want to come over at some point, we'll have a cocktail party. Thank you, cool shell. Foam up my egg whites, something fierce. Ooh, we'll make, we'll make some. Sounds fun. Bring some mezcal. Dude, yeah. there's a lot of warm, fun, smoky winter drinks we could do. That's what I was doing this weekend. About you, Steve. Or you already talked about, or no, you didn't. That's not what you did this weekend. Uh, what, well, what? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm jumping on the, uh, the, the sparkling water train for tonight. I, I think uh, two weeks ago, last podcast I was on, I got a little too saucy. So uh, I'm ta- taking a break tonight and just uh, just doing some LaCroix. And then I'll pour myself some vodka when I uh, when I edit this down later. So This is good. This is the lemon one. And uh, it's tasty. It's nice. War? I am on the bubbly water train, too, with the lime Topo Chico. My new obsession, it has definitely replaced all other bubbly waters. However, I don't think I like the plain flavor. I don't know why. And I don't mind it, but mm. like this is like addicting to me where the other one's like, oh, okay. Can I tell you something? Uh-oh. Is I tried good? the grapefruit one. The lime no. one is amazing. I tried the grapefruit one, and it was not as amazing. Yeah, it sucks. It's not very good. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. But yeah. uh, the lime I'm addicted one addicted to the grapefruit one. The lime one is like the best lime. Uh, it's probably my favorite lime water. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. It's it's definitely yeah. I don't know. There's something about it that's addicting that the other two don't hit. But it's funny that you say that, Henry, because I feel like, especially on the road, I'm like, you and I definitely have very opposite taste so if i'm like yeah. oh man i love the lime one you're probably like oh i hate that one if i'm like oh i love the grapefruit or i, I hate the grapefruit one you love it when we were on tour uh many moons ago in the month known as february i uh i was like stockpiling the, the grapefruit topo chicas especially when we were driving through like texas like they have them they have them a lot of places now in california but not everywhere especially when you're on the road and once you get into like new mexico like texas they're everywhere so I would just like stockpile it by like three at a time at, at the gas station stops, and I'd always get the grapefruit one. That's funny. I, I never noticed. And yeah. actually, actually, I'm going to segue real quick. There is one thing on the road that I get or that I've got that I love that I cannot find anywhere, and I'm not sure if they even make them anymore. So I'm really interested if anybody in the chat can find these. It is the coconut water that is mixed with lemonade. And I I can't remember the brand, but there's that one very typical brand of coconut water. And I yeah. used to get it with with lemonade. And they do a lot of different versions of it. And I cannot find that version anywhere. I've looked online. And I know I've got it. Like I feel like I've got it in the South somewhere. And maybe it's a regional thing. Maybe they don't have it over here. But I cannot find those uh, coconut waters with lemonades. And I, I've been looking for for months, maybe even like over a year now. So if you guys know where they're at, hit me up. Anyway. Uh, they do 
It's sorry, I haven't yeah. answered your question. Oh, you do? It's called uh, I think it's called like Vital Cocoa or something like. It's oh, the Vital Cocoa, box, right? Yeah, Vital yeah. Cocoa. Okay. yeah. They, they made the a company. They do coffee coconut water. Yeah. They do like lemonade coconut water. Not a lot of places have that lemonade thing. It doesn't mean it's discontinued. It just means a bunch of places don't have it. Yeah. So yeah. It's the uh, it exists. Cocoa. That's the brand. Uh, I rarely see it. And I'm not a huge fan of it. Just to throw that out there. Oh, well, see, I'm not a big I'm not a big fan of coconut water, but with really? the lemonade, it, it balances out. For I don't That's like co- coconut flavored. Okay, I I, uh, I love coconut water, and I don't <laughs> like the one with lemonade. That's so uh, funny. See, uh, I, I'm, I'm the opposite of everybody. Everybody's so yeah. opinionated about their non-alcoholic beverages in this. Group. It's okay. No, I'm not. <laughs> Henry always uh, does this thing where he thinks that I'm making trying to make people feel bad by having different. No, I'm, I'm not. No. And I'm what I'm trying that at all. To it's, say is, it's so funny when people have differing opinions when they're like, "I only like it like this," and it's like the exact opposite of what someone else oh. likes. You know, <laughs> so, it's just a fu- you know. I'm celebrating di- diversity, Henry. I was, I was, I was, I was making a lighthearted comment at how civil this discussion on alcohol, on non-alcoholic beverages is. You know, there's never, there's never like, not that we would be like this, but we're just like, oh, well, that's interesting. Like, there's no like, oh, you're stupid for liking that. That one sucks. Well, you are stupid for liking a lot of things, but whatever, no. dude. <laughs> whatever, dude. Uh, Warren, apparently they have it at the Whole Foods Market in Irvine. Really? In Irvine? Yep. And at the Walmart Supercenter in Santa Ana and the Target in Costa Mesa. No, I've checked the Target in Costa Mesa 100%. Definitely check the Target there. And I feel like like I've been to the Whole Foods in Irvine, too. Very suspect. But take a screenshot and send that to me. If I find them, I'm going to bring them on one of these Monday night podcasts. Oh, you can buy them on Amazon, dude. Can I really? Yeah. Are you sure? I'll send you the send, send, me, send me the link. Send me the link. I got you, bro. <laughs> I got to oh. make sure it's legit. It's a super odd thing. The problem is, like, I, I can't ever find If I find too. some, like, gas station thing that I like, it um, it's all over. If I buy it, it's like, oh, shit. Now I have to buy that thing every week for the rest of my life or my life's going to be incomplete. You know, I hate <laughs> knowing that there was special things that only exist in certain places. Like, I can actually just get them wherever I want. Yeah. And I still- found out that... Uh, Sorry, go ahead, more. Steve, you sent me the link to just regular. Everywhere else says out of stock. Ooh. Oh, shit. Sorry. Okay. Everyone I in the chat, corrected. go find Warren's Vita Cocoa <laughs> mixed with lemonade. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so good. No, when, uh, when, I, when I find something, like, a good, good example is um, we went to the UK for the first time last year, and they would make gin and tonics with, like, really good tonic water and uh i was like oh they have the greatest tonic water here you can't get this back home no one makes it which is actually true no one makes it with uh it's called fever tree right anyone in the united states if you want good uh gin and tonic it's almost like like sprite or something like that like good tonic water is very sweet and very uh it's like lemon limey. It's like really crisp, but uh, it's this company called Fever Tree, and you can usually find them at a Bevmo or anywhere. But I didn't know that, and I thought I had to buy a bunch of bottles when we were in the UK. And I was like, I need to take these home with me. I can't do, you know, I'm gonna give these to my friend who's super into gin and tonics. And it's like, oh, you can just buy these at Bevmo. <laughs> 
Like I could get them down the street from my house. It's not very exciting. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> well, what are you drinking, Henry? Oh, well, thank you for asking. Um, I am drinking. Weird. A, other uh, Henry came back. Uh, <laughs> I'm drinking uh, minimalist hot toddy. It is uh, Buffalo Trace with some uh, lemon ginger tea. And it's very good. I made a hot toddy the other day, too. They're so good. They're amazing. It's great. It's a great beverage. What are you steeping with it? It's, Hold on. Uh, Show everyone your steeping technique again. I, well, yeah. I took the bag out because it had been 10 minutes. But it's kind of like this. I sort of just like... <laughs> Oh yeah, around you know. You can imagine the the bag being like right Right. there, you know, kind of like that. Just sort of (laughs) light. Do you do wrap where you take like a spoon or something, and then you do that wrap around to try to get the strain it? And I'm old school. Yeah, I get the I get as much flavor out of the. It's like a lemon ginger tea. I forget what the brand is. I have the box, but I have never looked at what the brand is. I think I got it at like Mother's, just like regular lemon ginger tea, and. a generous portion of Buffalo Trace, which is probably tied for my favorite, uh, I guess, uh, what what would you call that? You know, available generally, you know, it's something you get mass-produced uh, whiskey along with Bullet. Bullet and uh, Buffalo Trace are nice. probably my two favorite uh, now, commercially available bourbons. Would you say that you're an expert or maybe an intermediate teabagger? <laughs> I'm not going to, I am not, I don't claim to be an expert on anything. So intermediate, intermediate intermediate advanced, uh, uh, advanced is pushing it. Wow. So you're an advanced teabagger. Advanced is pushing it, man. I don't think so. <laughs> Just a story mode teabagger. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, not, not quite easy. Just a hobbyist. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm a casual. Yeah. <laughs> Casual teabagger. Casual teabagger. Casual everyday. Just, yeah. just you know, regular, regular Joe Schmo kind of teabagger kind of guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, a little bit every day. Not too much, you know. Not, not, a, not a master. Kind of a jack of all trades, master <laughs> none kind of teabagger. You know what I mean? Those are the best. I know exactly what you mean. One of the mill. Legend of teabagger, Vance. Legend of teabagger. Precisely. Something along those lines, you know. <laughs> so, what are we listening to tonight? Tonight. This is gonna be this is gonna be interesting. Can't wait. I've been wanting to talk about these guys longer than I realized, and I just sort of stumbled on them in today. And I was like, "Oh, I haven't, I haven't heard about these guys in a while." Um, I'm talking about a group called Leafhound that uh, started in London, England, initially as a group called Black Cat Bones, and uh, it actually had a bunch of people that went on to play in uh, uh, Fog Hat, Free, and I believe Cactus. Basically, everybody kind of knew knew each other in sort of the London scene, and uh, basically, this Black Cat Bones group reformed as a group called Leaf Hound. Maybe you can guess what the leaf means because their first album was called Growers of Mushroom, and uh, it was recorded in eleven hours. Uh, the entire record, wow. eleven hours at Spot Studios in Mayfair. And basically, it was released in Germany, and before they they toured in support of it in mainland Europe. By the time it was released in the UK. Uh, in 1971, late 1971, the band had already broken up. So basically they did this album and then everybody had already gone their separate ways. Um, the lead singer, Peter French, I believe went on to sing for Cactus, if I'm remembering that correctly, um, later on, because Cactus was another band that 
uh, I talked about on the podcast. Um, they had a just a huge kind of revolving door of different lineups, basically. Um, and so the band was not a thing for around 30 years. And then uh, the original vocalist, Peter French, reformed Lee Found with a whole new lineup in 2004. And uh, I think they released a, an album in the early 2000s that I didn't, I haven't really listened to. Um, and then uh, as recently as last year, actually, they were playing shows. So uh, still active. Um, they're they're kind of credited as, as basically the first stoner rock band. Um, they kind of have a lot of those elements to their sound. Um, I just think it's an interesting chapter in history. And... Uh, what is this song called? The first song that I'm going to play, or rather the song I'm going to play, is called Drowned My Life in Fear, which that's, uh, that's what it is. So uh, this is Lee Found of their 1971 record, Grows a Mushroom.
Yeah, that reminded me of like, uh, and I don't know mountain that well, but it almost kind oh, of yeah. mountainy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like maybe maybe like um, uh, humble pie s. Yes, definitely yeah. has that like mm-hmm. just going for it vocal and just rock and roll, mm-hmm. just real rock and roll. Yeah, and I love how uh, again, like far how far forward like the bass guitar is on. <laughs> You know, a lot of those, a lot of those se- early '70s, like late '60s, heavy rock tracks, like the bass guitar is just so far forward in the mix and like mid-rangey and stuff. And yeah, just and a lot start, of that bass sound starts off with that tone. It's so mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, <laughs> and I've never heard of those guys before. Yeah, they're pretty cool. They're just, I mean, there's like, there's so many of these bands that kind of fell into the sort of fad of like the heavy blues rock bombastic sort of thing and just never got as famous as like a Led Zeppelin or Black Sabbath and it's just all really cool sort of interpretations of the same kind of uh, niche stylistic trademark basically there are a lot of bands doing it and a lot of them doing it really well and and doing it in their own unique way you know so I just thought it was interesting Um, I stumbled on these guys again somebody told me about them years ago and I remember really digging this record the first time and then sort of sort of forgot about it as you do so yeah cool band super cool band dig that that first record grows a mushroom super duper cool just just a lot of that sort of stuff if you're looking for some some super old school stony kind of psychedelic but rocking heavy fuzzy super bass forward that kind of thing um we found is is a super cool super cool place to go if maybe you want something a little different than, you know, the, the standard sort of rock acts that everybody knows from that period. And if you like these songs and many of the other songs that Henry's been curating for these, you can find them on our Spotify at the bottom of our profile page. There's a link to some associated playlists <clears throat> that the rec is involved with, but there is also a link to, um, this Henry Henry's history lesson playlist. Yep. So you can find all these songs and more on, um, on our iTunes or on our Spotify. So go give that a follow. And even if you like, if you like that and you want to get another dose of Henry's history lesson, you can subscribe to our email list and you get an additional YouTube video that Henry sends out of a different band every Wednesday. It's really well done. It's super cool because not only is it the audio component, it's also a visual component. Um, so you can actually see different eras and different lineups. And uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. So, um, you know, check out both those spots. Spotify and our email list. Warren, yeah. as long as you're plugging, keep plugging. <laughs> okay. And you know what else we got going? We still have the discography box set package which is a downloadable discography for robert john and the wreck it is everything for the past 10 years that the band has done plus more a bunch of unreleased stuff a bunch of demos uh you know songs that were in the works and then we also went back and we did live commentary over all of the albums and it's really cool because it really gives you an inside look at all of the you know what kind of we were thinking at the time and it's all generated it's all our music so um that's totally awesome and then we also have a new thing called the robert john and the rex shirt vault and that is a fun idea where you pick your size and we send you 
three Robert John in the Rex shirts in that associated size on top of you getting a signed piece of memorabilia and some other fun, small little Robert John and the Rec trinkets. So um, it's a nice time to get some of these Robert John and the Rec shirts. A lot of these designs will not be printed again. So um, that's why we kind of call them the vault. We're kind of um, opening these up for a limited amount of time. So get yours while they last. We are already out of double XL, triple XL, and extra smalls. So, um, you know, we are selling these packages and if you've bought one, thank you. As always, we appreciate your support. So, um, you can find everything that I'm talking about at the Robert John and the rec store, which is www.robertjohnandtherec.com. Boom. Plug over. Yeah. Nice. Um, I also like spoiling a bunch of stuff on the podcast. Because you guys are the first people to do stuff. And thank you for all of you who have like bought the t-shirt vault already. That's super amazing. The <laughs> yeah. response to that, we have tons. We talk about this stuff a lot. You know, it doesn't just happen. We don't have a team of people. It's us, you know. So we're trying to make more music. And we really appreciate when you guys support those sorts of things like t-shirts and stuff like that. Because it helps us make more music. Um, so we like to spoil you guys and spoil all the things that we're going to do. I have no idea when this is going to launch. But I just thought it was appropriate because... Henry was talking about that record. Ooh, you guys, yeah. you can't see this on the podcast if you're listening to this. I get all the shirt samples in my size so I can have them before. So this is going to come out at some <laughs> point. You. I don't know when. Well, Henry's got to be mad too because I get him in smalls and that's Henry's size too. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if you just saw that, but that's a shirt on the horizon at some point. I want one. Uh, it has to do with growers of mushrooms if you guys has to do with our playlist pick so that's on the horizon there's a bunch of other cool shit on the horizon that's coming out hopefully like next week yeah it has to do with the winter it has to do with drinking are you guys excited are you guys excited for like christmas season and stuff like that i'm so excited it's so long this goddamn lockdown like you know you'd think some stuff could come back by now but it's just gonna yeah. get worse and it's like kind of cold. It's kind of like rainy. It's been cloudy the past couple of days. I feel like it like feels like November, you know, like we were talking about earlier. It's kind mm-hmm. of like February through October is totally normal. And then it drops like 10 degrees colder, colder than normally is. And it's like, oh boy, we're getting some real seasons here in California. <laughs> well, yeah, it's quick. Yeah, it, 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 it all happened like in, over the course of like 24 hours, man, like. I was up in L.A. on Wednesday, and it was like 85, 89 degrees up in Woodland Hills. And then the next day, it was like 56 at the same time when I got there. I was like, what the fuck? It's cool. Yep. It's been nice to like wear sweatshirts and jackets again. Agreed. Oh, yeah. Oh. Me and Steve are also wearing... <laughs> this is the thing, guys. We wear all our own dumb merch, not on purpose. It's like, I've had, I like this uh, sweatshirt. Yeah, these sweatshirts so, are comfy as fuck. Steve's got the Get Rex uh, hoodie, and I have the Robert John bottle cap hoodie on. I'm, we're not trying to plug stuff. That was actually random. But <laughs> Good time to get sweatshirts. I have two hoodies. I have this one and the Schnookfest one. It is that time of year. Mm-hmm. And you know, if we are plugging a couple more things, <laughs> we, we, we have a live show... We are playing again at the Wayfair in Costa Mesa on Saturday, December 5th. 
Um, it is a relatively early show because they do it in their backyard patio. It is still socially distant and uh, is safe as we can be. But um, due to the constraints of having to play outside, it's a little bit of an earlier show. But um, if you guys are into it and you guys are in the area in Orange County, we are playing December 5th at the Wayfair Saturday. So um, we can't wait to see you. And for more information, go to wayfarecm.com. It's, it's, it's going to be cool. There's a limited number of seats and a limited number of uh, of tickets available. And when it sells out, it, it sells out. So get your ticket soon before they're all gone and come see us. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's going to be a good time. Dun-dun-dun. I I saw an interesting question in the comments. Are we are we interested in discussing this right now, guys? Sure, I saw an we can. Yeah, let's so, do it. So, uh, if a movie was made about you, who would play you and why? Oh, is that a movie about individual? Or is that that's a movie about the band? I think it's about, about the band. band. Let's say it's about the band. Uh, I'll start. I, I would want. Um, I, I might I might screw this up. Is it? Andy, Andy Sandberg or Andy Sandberg, Andy Sandberg, that guy. I want him to play me. <laughs> From Lonely Island. Why? It'd be great. How great? Like that would be. That would be so funny. It'd be great. I want to see Christian Bale play Henry. <laughs> yeah, he's like twice your size. Andy Sandberg is like six foot five or something. That's no. why it'd be funny. <laughs> I want Elijah Wood to play Henry. Yeah, that, that seems more appropriate. The, that, this this is what the game should be. It should be Andy who Samberg would we all pick for the other person? I'm five nine. <laughs> Andy Samberg is five ten. Yeah, God, wow. they shoot him to look much taller. I'm five ten, so that's crazy yeah. to even hear about. That's weird yep. to think about. Yeah, that's a good one. How short is everyone in Hollywood then? <laughs> everyone in Hollywood is tiny and they have huge heads. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. <laughs> Not Tom Cruise. He's Not huge, Cruise. right? He's huge. What about you guys? Come on, can't just be oh. me. Yeah, it's so, like me going like, yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer can play me. She's doing great right now. Why not? You never know. So yeah. I've always got a, a Adrian Brody. Do you guys know who that is? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That'd be funny. Oh. <laughs> there, hey, sorry, side note. There's a possum that walks outside of my window every time we have a podcast. I just wanted to add that real quick. Is I he saw doing that right now? Podcast? Yeah. Podcast every time. Awesome. I'll, I'll try to, yeah, maybe he's just trying to be a guest. I'll, I'll try to get him to guest one of these episodes. I'll go catch him. That'd be amazing. Oh, um, podcast, the possum. But the Adrian Brody thing, I definitely see the Adrian Brody thing. I don't know what, I don't remember. He hasn't been in a movie in like a nah, long time. In a while, no. like he was bigger 10 years ago. I feel like the last movie I remember him was in the Darjeeling, the Did movie about limited? the trend. Yeah, Limited. And then I think that was just like a all-star cast kind of movie where everyone was in it. Yeah. What, what, Wes Anderson, right? Is that who directed that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good one. I, I do see the Adrian Brody. That's actually funny. I've never thought about that one. Yeah, I've never thought about that either. Really? I, I've got it like a ton of times, but maybe it's because he's not as popular as he was like back in the day. Probably- I got Adrian Brody and Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer. Dad, <laughs> I'll just weird. get Seth Rogen to play me. <laughs> I could totally see Seth Rogen being Steve in a movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be great. You guys want some vodka? Sure. <laughs> Quarantines? <laughs> what about you? I don't really know. I don't know who I've got, especially now that my hair is really long. It's a little bit different. I used to get uh, 
sometimes without my glasses, I used to get, oh, I used to get, I guess now with my hair, Clayton Kershaw. He's not an actor, but uh, maybe they'll get oh, him I can to, see that, yeah. Maybe, maybe they'll get him to, <laughs> to start his role. And then sometimes so I used to get, uh, people told me like I looked like Chris Pratt on uh, Parks and Rec. Oh, from dude, time Chris to time. Pratt is Warren? Come on. Hold on, take your yeah. glasses off. That's uh, kind of weird. But my hair is like long now, so it looks a little oh, yeah, different. Oh, totally. yeah, if I like yeah, draw the beard, uh, I don't know. I feel like his hair is darker. I feel like there has to be someone right. closer, right? Well, All right, we're taking it to the comments. Who does Warren look like? <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, Kurt Rambis. I see. I only look like sports people. I've gotten Clayton Kershaw or Kurt Rambis. If if you haven't seen Kurt Rambis, you should go look at a picture of Kurt Rambis because if I put my, I think we've talked about it before. If I put my hair back, I, I definitely can do kind of a Rambisy type thing. But he's got to be kind of old right now. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this guy? What, what era of Laker was he? Uh, Laker, by the way, like a Los Angeles Laker. Yeah. In, like late 70s or like 80s, probably. Yeah. Kurt Rambis. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, 80, That's what 81 to 88. George told me that. George McCain told me that. He's like, you look kind of like Kurt Rambis, especially if I just if I shave the stash too. Well, because he has glasses already, so yes. like adds to the blonde guy with glasses thing. Yeah, but then that opens a whole can of worms to everyone who looks like this. <laughs> <laughs> and he like looks like a that like when my dad used to play basketball, that was the same like mustache glasses sort of thing that he did had. He like looks like he could be related to me. Maybe maybe I'll get Kurt Rambis to play me, but I'd have to get him when he was playing basketball. So we'd have to get a time machine, and then we'll go back and get Kurt Rambis, teach him how to act, and then we'll bring him back into this time, and then we'll do a movie with all these other current people. I'm in. <laughs> oh, now now here's the fun part. Let's make a movie of that. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like a good movie plot in itself. Like we have to bring. <laughs> That would be the greatest like stoner movie ever. Like just uh... <laughs> so wait, let's go down the the list of things we have to do, right? So we decide we're making a movie about the band. So we have to figure out who's playing us. A biopic <laughs> about the band. <laughs> is a actor except Warren, and we find that the only perfect actor is Kurt Rambis from the LA Lakers. And is he dead? Is he still alive? He's still alive. I think he's still alive. But he doesn't look like it now, let's just say. So you have to bring Kurt Rambis from 1992 back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we build a time machine that's kind of at your aunt's house for some reason. Let's say your uncle is a uh, physicist. That sounds plausible. Yeah, totally. And we go back in time to 1992 and watch the Bulls play the Lakers because we could probably get Dennis Rodman to sign on because he goes to a bunch of our shows. It's a, it writes itself. It's to come back in the time machine with us to play you in our biopic. Boom. How could that not make a million dollars? Yeah. Sounds great. We don't even so have to make comments. Write me a movie check. Yeah. <laughs> so now, so now is everybody in this movie we're talking about are, are actors playing us in a movie about us trying to get actors to play us in a biopic. I think that would be pretty oh, meta. <laughs> wow. But then no. we'd make a cameo. We'd be like, yeah, we'd be the 1990 something balls. It would be Dennis Rodman and all of us. Oh my God. I'd play like Scotty Pippen. 
Uh, Warren's the tallest, so he could be MJ. Boom. <laughs> Who else is on the dream team? No, I'd, I'd be like Phil Jackson. All right, Steve could be MJ. There you go. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll be the popcorn guy in the stands, man. Always, gig- <laughs> always gigging this guy. <laughs> well, now wait, but now we have to figure out who Robert, who who Robert's actor would be. And it's fun to say that Robert looks like. I never even thought about that because he's not here, so he can't defend himself. He can't. Def- he can't make a claim. Wait, what? What? When we were in. When we were in Hawaii and he was like running around in the in the water and stuff, he kind of had the Aquaman thing. Yeah, for, we just get Jason Momoa. Oh, to play people Robert. have said that. Like he has a face structure like Jason Momoa. He also <laughs> looks like the guy from Sons of Anarchy. What's his name? Charlie something? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Charlie Hunnam. Yeah, Charlie. Yeah, I'm looking at a picture of Charlie Hunnam with long hair and a, and a, and a beard right now. That's totally could be oh, and like we, Robert. We, he's like the main guy too. Yeah. yeah, Charlie Hunnam. We do need to actually create a character of Research Randy and just get Tom Hardy to play him. <laughs> I think you do a great job. Yeah, great. That's funny. <laughs> Wait, that or no speaking lines? He's just running around frantic all the time, like trying to Google <laughs> shit. I mean, I don't know the <laughs> the Aquaman thing kind of fits aside from the chiseled. Greek god body. <laughs> no offense, Robert. Not you're not too far off Savage. from that, but like you could grade some cheese on those puppies. But uh, I feel like in the face, he definitely has the beard hair combo nailed. And Jason Momoa plays bass. I don't know if you know that, so that's cooler. So we should get Jason Momoa to play Warren, just as yeah, it <laughs> works. Just because he plays bass. Yeah. Based on that well, merit alone. You know, we could get a lot of people to do it if that's the merit. <laughs> you guys asked for this topic. We didn't bring it up. Uh, <laughs> I would have never picked a topic like this, but I think it's funny. And we've probably talked about this before when quarantine was a bigger deal, but I don't think we asked it in this way. Speaking of that, what is your favorite rock and roll movie? And it's not a Ooh. doc. So my... Pre- uh, the the question here will be a either a movie about rock and roll, like almost famous counts as a movie about rock and roll, let's say, or a biography but played by actors. So mm. if it's Hendrix biopic it, with Andre three thousand or something like that, like that's what I'm talking about, or the Queen movie, or so it can't yeah. be a what it can't be a concert film either. Yeah, it can't be a concert film. It can't be a documentary. Oh, oh. So it has to be an acted. Then I'd, I'd have to I'd have to make a really quick pick with Almost Famous. And God damn it! I'd have to pick that immediately. That movie is the, yeah. only, the only other ones that I've seen are the exact criteria that you that that I that I like because I don't usually like those types of films. That I like would be the documentaries or the concert films. I like those, but I don't like. I generally am not a fan of the biopic or uh, whatever that sort of thing. They are hilarious. It's just very not realistic. It's just Hollywood, you know? It's, it's like Hollywood it up. You kind oh. of say to yourself, like, is this what they do to every topic that Thank they you, make? Thank you, Amanda. Final Tap is my pick. Thank you, Amanda. Oh. You can't take two movies away. They're like two ones. You have to pick Almost Famous or Spinal Tap. Let's Spinal Tap. Spinal I Tap. Pick Spinal Tap. Now you ruined Almost Famous for everyone. Look what you did, you little jerk. Okay. <laughs> have um, you seen Home Alone? Do you know what Home Alone is? Yes. I, I watch Home Alone. <laughs> I have to check sometimes. I'm like, you don't just think I said that to you, right? Like, you know I'm quoting a movie. 
Spinal Tap. Oh, can I go next? Does so, or can I throw one out there? Does Tenacious D and The Pick of Destiny oh. count as a rock and roll movie? Oh, yeah, that's got to count. Of course it does. It does. Okay, I forgot about that one. That one's good. I haven't seen it in a while, but that's always that's always a classic. Not as like not as like invigorating as Almost Famous. When you're like, man, I like you know, it's just a little bit more. The cameos in that one alone, though, are, are epic. Like a dick. <laughs> what do you? What, what's yours, Andrew? This is quick. We're not describing it in detail. I was gonna say Wayne's World. Oh, I like that as a rock and roll movie. I don't one. think it's like you know super about rock and roll, but I think it it's one of those things that make makes rock and roll cool when you see them just like walk into that club into that sea of people and stuff like that. And then you see his girlfriend, like is the lead singer of the band, Cassandra. Mm-hmm. And it's all the things where it's not like the normal person there, you know, it's like, Oh, like, you know, she's a different ethnicity. It talks, it uses like this whole, you know, uh, thing to propel the story forward instead of like, you know, just uh, doing something that could have been super normal. And then all the funny things that might happen that you're dealing with at a concert like that, that used to happen back in the day. That I feel like, you know, some of Henry's generation doesn't goes to their one Coachella a year or one Coachella a lifetime. Not you, but, you know, like, I'm sure that's like more of a normal thing these days. Whereas people who just used to go see live music all the time. So you're mm-hmm. dealing with all that shit like all the time, you right. know, these yeah. like super full clubs and this super crazy thing. And then, mm-hmm. you know, the feeling of it being pretty dangerous to be at those places and stuff like that. So, yeah, I love like how they portray live shows in that movie yeah along with all the other funny shit like i feel like it describes what it was to go to concerts as a teenager and then like oh everyone's going to hang out at the 24-hour coffee shop or donut shop afterwards like all that stuff like Mm. that's all super real and that's all exactly how it was you know and the whole vibe of that film is kind of zany like it has this kind of like zany like there's almost like a slapstick thing to it and it also it it kind of reminds me of almost like the Blues Brothers in that regard, right? There's like kind of like little crazy outbursts of stuff that happens, and it's just kind of like a like it's just yeah. zany. Like that's the best yeah, way. Yeah, I it's not it. like uh, it's supposed to be real life. Like this right, all right. happens like this. It's like but it's funny like that. Yeah, yeah, I like that kind of stuff. Steve, I'd have to say Walk Hard, Dewey Cox story. Oh <laughs> I yeah. <love> that movie. <laughs> It's so good, and it, it that's you a know, good one. When when it came out, it was it was right around that time that like Ray came out yeah. and and uh, Walk the Line came out, and so it's it's poking fun at all of these uh, at at the biopics, you know, like, right? And I I thought that they did a really great job with it, and and I love the story, and John C. Riley's just incredible. Yeah, it has so many quotables, so many right. quotable things. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And they make fun of so many eras of music. My yeah. favorite in that movie is like when he has his like Bob Dylan phase. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> and he just starts like quoting all the lyrics. He's like <laughs> the strange mouse within the magical labyrinth of my mind. Yeah. And the monkey in the toaster. And the yeah. It's like, is that how easy it is to write a Bob Dylan song? Like you pick a bunch of random words and throw them together. And the music's done all all really well too. And didn't Jones guy really actually good. sing? Yeah, yeah, he did. yeah, yeah. Of course he did because he's the man. I love that scene where where he starts playing uh, catch with all of his kids, and by the by the end of playing catch, he's like an old man already, and that was the passage of time. 
god. I have another one that we that I want to throw into the mix, but I don't want I don't want to get too far off here. Go for it. Okay. That thing you do. Oh yeah. I love that I thought, movie. That one fired me up when I was like when that guy put on his shades in the end and he like plays his little jazzy drum solo. I remember being like as a kid, like I'm like, I want it. That's cool. That's like <laughs> a cool guy. And then the, and then the guy comes in, he's like, What are you playing? He's like, play that again. And they have their little jazz jam and and that's how the movie ends. And you're like, man. And I remember my my mom took me to see that movie and I really didn't want to go. And you know, like when you were a kid and your parents made you do something and then you ended up liking it, but you didn't want to do it. So you told them that you didn't like it, even though you did like it. I had that sort of thing where she's like, no, you're going to love this movie. It's about music. And I was like, no, I don't want to go. And then I really liked it. And she's like, well, how did you like it? I was like, no, I thought it was dumb. And then in the back of my mind, I was like, that was the best movie ever. I'm going to go watch it a hundred times. Maybe it's just me. I'll have to watch that one. <laughs> that was you a, haven't seen that thing you do? I haven't seen it. Oh, they filmed it in Orange, City of Orange at the Circle. Huh. Yeah. Did they really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, that was, that was uh, Mr. Holland's opus for me back in the day. And then that Mr. Holland's opus inspired me to like start writing more like orchestral stuff as well. But yeah, I love that movie. Richard Dreyfuss, man. Classic. Have you guys ever seen SLC Punk? Yeah, It's like a weird indie movie that a lot of people haven't seen. Like, Henry, it probably missed your entire generation, but our generation, like, came up on punk rock, and that was this weird indie movie that floated around that if you could find it, like, if one of your friends had it, like, it was super cool to watch. The Salt Lake City punks, right? Yeah. I remember that. Is that the one? There's a bunch of old punk movies, and, like, Flea is in them. He's usually, like, in a lot of those movies as, like, a young kid. I don't think it was SLC. I don't think it was that. Flea was already an adult by then. So that was like uh, Matthew Lillard. And Devin Sawa. Oh, yeah. Matthew Lillard. Another actor that I'm like, he was, he did a bunch of, and and that ties back into the Scream thing you were talking about. That's what I was telling Amanda afterwards. It's like, you've never seen (laughs) SLC Punk. You've never seen Scream. Well, uh, that, guy, that guy was Shaggy in the Scooby Doo. uh, That's the only place you know him from. I know the actor uh, from other places, but that's definitely where I where I saw him. No, totally. That was the end of his career. That was the right. nail in his coffin. Right. <laughs> he was like, I'm out. I'm just going to take this Scooby-Doo money and bail. <laughs> Smart guy. Wait, well, I mean, Scream, what do they say? Scream 5 or 6 is coming out next year? Maybe they bring him back. Uh, actually, he got a TV smashed on his face, so I don't think he can't come back. Sorry, spoiler alert. One other movie I thought was super fun when I was like 12 years old was this movie called Empire Records that Amanda's making fun of me for liking in the comments. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen Empire Records? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was about working in a record store in the 90s. It was like hilarious. All these, like, I watched it again just to show Amanda, and it was, it's not good. It's not good when you rewatch it, like, as a story, but it, it captures that thing where, like, in the 90s, they did it a bunch where it's like, oh, people having fun at work and, like, kids doing fun kid things, you know what I mean? And the end, they, like, save the record store by having this concert on the roof. <laughs> it's so far-fetched and so crazy. It was another one of those movies that makes you go, like, oh, I want to do that as, like, a 12-year-old, you know what I mean? You don't know what you're like. Mm. I'm like, oh, wait, I have to sit in a van for eight hours a day before I get there. And <laughs> <laughs> 
I that was the same thing. I remember that last scene where they play on the roof, and you're like, God, and like everybody's like, they're out in the streets, and you're like, isn't that just the coolest thing ever? I want to play on the roof of a, you know, movie theater one of these days, like. And then you grow up. And you're Here's like, your roof concert, Steve. Yeah. Let's sit up on your roof. That's that. That would cave in so quick. <laughs> Look, it'll be worth it. We'll make a cool movie about it. Yeah. We'll pay for the roof and then so you can buy a hundred roofs with all that movie money we're gonna make. Yeah. But what will I do with a hundred roofs? <laughs> Anything you want. Hundred roofs and no walls. No, they 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 are having uh, what in Huntington Beach? They're doing those those roof concerts at uh, was it the Pasea Resort? They are. I mean, it it sounds fun in theory, and then. My brain goes to like, well, that's going to be the shittiest load-in ever. Crane it <laughs> like, in. Just yeah. put it all on a crane. But if, you, if you have a crane or like <laughs> a cherry Warren picker says or something. Crane it in. Yeah. yeah. I love cranes. Yeah. He loves cranes. It's so weird. It's like, what has a visible roof like that? It's a, there's like nine locations in the country. They should turn the spot that the Beatles played at the rooftop, their last rooftop gig, into a rooftop gig. And you can go and play... Whatever, like Henry, do you know where that rooftop is? What rooftop? Where the Beatles played their last. Oh, uh, that's in uh, that's in London. Like we should just go play that rooftop. That's like the rooftop to play. Just fly out to London. Just call the the uh, Abbey Road guys. Yeah, see, they're way ahead of the. That was a social distancing show before social distancing <laughs> was even a thing. They knew it was coming. I feel like, could you, now that I think about it, I'm like, could no one see the Beatles at that show? Was the roof just, like, way out of the way? And, like, they just had to listen to it from the ground. They got some cool pictures, but it was really, like, not that great of an experience for the people who were actually there. I'm going to look up this picture now. You should. I, I remember people were still going crazy in the streets and, like, crying and stuff, like, Beatlemania. And then you saw all the people hanging out of the windows and stuff. Mm-hmm. That would probably be cool. I would imagine that they probably have turned that into some sort of historical landmark. Yeah. Does anybody know? Anybody in the comments ever? Oh, yeah. You totally couldn't see shit from it's like in the middle of the roof. (laughs) But they had fantastic coats. Let's not forget about that. They have great coats. There's like a bunch of like there's a water tower and stuff like that. If you were watching from a window, it would be cool. Yeah, this looks terrible. Like, imagine anywhere we've ever been in Europe that's, like, the buildings are, like, stacked right next to each other. You know what I mean? Like, there's not really an alleyway. They're just two really big buildings next to each other. And then a band playing on top of one of those. (laughs) You have to be, like, a mile away to see anything. Oh, my God, my dreams are crushed. Sorry, anyone in the comments who... You know, I I feel like in my head I had this... I imagine that, oh, everyone can see them from the roof. No. No, they're pretty out there. Just kind of hear what's happening, which would be cool as well. But yeah, I think, and they said that people like were trying to figure out where it was, so people were just like running up the staircases of different buildings to see if they could try to get like a glimpse. Well, it looks like there's there's no rooftop gigs in our future, I suppose. Let's try to make one. Let's manifest it right now. All right, who's good rooftop, Bruce? How's your rooftop? <laughs> Bruce made it. Hey, Bruce. Welcome, Never Bruce. The show. Anyways, guys, I really wanted to, since it looks like we have a new president for the most part, I wanted to find a fun Biden game to be an equal opportunist, but all the Biden <laughs> quotes I found 
are just him like sort of trailing off into nothingness. And I don't know that there's a good game to make out of that. It's like a 1947 Teddy Roosevelt, uh, something, the atomic bomb. And it's, uh, we could do yeah, like, you get it. Do like Joe Biden Mad Libs. <laughs> and that's where we basically the like every bad Joe Biden quote that you know he didn't say anything controversial. He just sort of trailed off into nothingness. So <laughs> we'll I will find another it. fun Biden we'll game as we go forward. We'll sleep on it. Yeah, well, we'll have to see. I'll have to give him a shot here and see what happens. Yeah, we can we can just learn about all the presidents. You can keep going all the way back to we'll get yeah, up. Maybe to George I, it, it'll just be pre, uh, president or. Professional musician. Right? There you go. Could do that. All right. Or maybe we can just find a whole new game altogether, right? Very possible. Who do yeah. we have to go back in time to get to play Warren? Yeah. Just as easy of a game. Dude. Maybe we can get Matthew Lillard to do Shaggy, and then you're almost kind of there. You just have to venture Dude, I that think Matthew Lillard would, would do a great Warren. I think we do. Put some glasses on that guy. Yeah, dude. Totally, dude. Oh what, yeah. What about he the needs kid? To this just combine his shaggy and his glasses look. Yeah, Warren <laughs> just says zoinks all the time too, so it's right. like an easy crossover. Boom, easy zoinks. See there, he did it again. He's always just saying zoinks. Always just saying zoinks for no reason. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I didn't see any of the Scooby Doo movies. I didn't either. I only saw the one when I was a kid because I was watching the the cartoon. Um, yeah, I had watched the Scooby Doo cartoon a bunch as a kid, but not uh, right. the actual movies, which were awful. I think they were awful. Scooby Doo is yeah. the least good rock and roll movie of all time. It's not good. <laughs> it's not, you know, whoever was like, "Hey, we should uh, we should use the Scooby Doo cartoon and and cross it over with." Real actors and CGI Scooby. It's like, no. Scooby don't. Uh, it's a bad idea. I will, I will say the worst rock and roll movie of all time is Josie and the Pussycats. <laughs> it's like, it's actually weird and quirky. It's almost like, do you guys remember um, the old Batman cartoon? Yes. And how it was so over the top, it wasn't really real, but you couldn't tell that if you weren't like an adult looking down at it. Speaking of that, I'm going to rewatch some Batman cartoon or, uh, it's the Adam West Batman. Oh, yeah. You rewatched some Adam West Batman. Yes. But uh, it was kind of done in that style where the record labels were out to brainwash the teens to make them buy more records and stuff like that. It was this like big, uh, weird conspiracy sort of thing. Anyways, that's how it goes nowadays. I don't know. If you're bored, go watch Josie and the Pussycats. If you're not bored and you want to watch something good, go watch. Uh, what's that guy's name? Dewey Cox. No. <laughs> The guy who's going to play Warren. Matthew oh. Lillard. No. The Laker. Oh, oh. oh uh, Kurt Rambis. Go watch all Kurt Rambis games. Yeah. I'm sure he won't disappoint. I heard he's quite the legend. What was his nickname? The Flying Hawaiian? <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Kurt <laughs> Rambis, the Flying Hawaiian. <laughs> you heard it here, everyone. <laughs> all right, what do we got coming up? Oh, man, we have so much stuff coming up. If you're a podcast listener and you're still listening right now or you're listening uh, not right now, you can use the code POD15 to get 15% off of anything in the store. And thank you guys who have bought the T-shirt vault again. Oh, my God. Like, we had way more support for that than we ever thought we would. Um, 
you know, everyone's going to be getting a Robert John the Wreck t-shirt for Christmas. They're like, this is easy Black Friday shopping this year. Uh, but we have a lot of stuff in store for the rest of the year. So go use that code POD15 now or maybe in a few weeks, maybe in a week, and we'll know what's going on. It has to do with drinking and it has to do with winter. We also have our show at the Wayfair on December 5th. It is an early show. Get there early and buy your tickets now because it's going to sell out. So it's uh, there's no way it does. it's not going to sell out. Um, it's a small patio and it sells out every time. So that's what we got coming up. Steve? Check all the uh, links in the description below. We'll see you next week. Be good to each other and get wrecked. Hey!